It's the Manopause Show with Bobby and HD. No, it's HD and Bobby. No, Bobby and HD. HD and Bobby. Bobby and HD. Whatever. Oh, great. Now we're on a leave. Colleague. Talking calling, to me? Calling all colleagues. Okay, I'm here. I'm here. Are we doing something? Are we on right now? We're back with the Manipause Show. I'm Bobby. See what a, a music festival does to his brain? Well, we were just talked about so... In, and so, I'm HD. And that's so, another sound effect that he's oh, introducing. <laughs> so, you know, back from LIB. First full day back. Life has already started. But I, So I did mushrooms, coke, you're, acid... You're, start, you're starting with the drugs. Molly's and pot <laughs> this weekend. Acid and Matt. Well, I'm not doing it again. So, okay. Acid, pot, Molly, mushrooms, and Coke. The five po- drugs you can't say on a podcast. We just did them. And Tylenol. I didn't do Tylenol. I don't do that shit. <laughs> Hard shit. Come on. <laughs> That's, that really that stuff will you. kill you. <laughs> I would replace the mushrooms with, with Tylenol, and those would be my five drugs. I did, will not do mushrooms. But we, in order. I don't really think I did it. I got a bought of chocolate from a really cute gal. Yeah, I think she sold you Kate. a bill of. Yeah, they were non-goods. they were going around the campground selling these little discs of chocolate with two grams of mushrooms allegedly in it. I did half one Saturday, half Sunday. I mean, I don't know. If you, if you don't know, I didn't hallucinate. Or anything. Say, if you didn't so, know, yeah, then yeah. you didn't do it. So this is the second time I've tried mushrooms with no effect. So <laughs> great. Anybody out there who's got who knows they've got mushrooms that will f- for sure give me a buzz and hallucinate. Let me know. Or just stick. Or with, just send them. Or just stick with cooking them, as you do so well. Oh yes, yes. Like that's put them on a pizza. Just don't. So in order in ranking the order of your favorite drugs, now does pot even count? Because that's just in yeah. Your well, system. pot's my oh my my base. Yeah, it's my go-to. But at the same time, it, you can compare them all in terms of the effect that they have, including pot, which has an effect every day that you take it. Yeah, yeah. How would I you rank? Was, well, you know, I don't know if I could rank them. But, by just the drug alone, because and I told you this over the weekend. Saturday night was, I would think we both agree, the night we had. You know, Dan, we, we were at the Favala stage until they closed it down at 4 o'clock in the morning. And we got there at like around 10, and we danced the whole six hours. I mean, you know, just a couple breaks just to get some air. I took acid. Our acid queen supplied us. Just half a tab, each of us. It was more of a mellow effect. It was perfect for that night. It was perfect. I mean, I took Molly the next night, and it was a much more mellow night. We didn't even go into this into the pits at any of the stages. We just were sitting outside Woogie, just not even really talking, just kind of watching everything, watching the lights, and that was perfect for that night. I don't know if Molly would have worked well on Saturday. I think it's a more, it was a more subdued high, just kind of mellow. It was perfect. Just perfect for that night. So, but Saturday was off the hook. I mean, acid, it was awesome. Just awesome. Yeah, by far, and it's experiential. Relation, relational uh, and experiential, meaning you're right. It, 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 I found, and whether Molly would have had the same effect, the only thing, a difference that I would say that I don't think Molly would have had is it didn't have the mildly hallucinogenic effect that acid did for me. But it was far and above acid, the 
the best experience because of what Saturday was all about. And so it was amazing. And what was great about Acid for me, because this was the first time I, I do believe I had it at the last LIB, but it was a very mild trip that to this point was the best high I'd ever had, but it it still didn't even compare to this one from Saturday, which was perfection. It was so great. I, I'm always concerned about being not being in control of my surroundings and, and memory and all that on a drug. That's right, one of the right. reasons why I don't like taking them. So if I can at least be to that edge where I still know where I'm at and can function, but also I'm in that point where I can almost see myself from the outside and go, yeah, you're high. But but know that I can get jump back into my body and go. I'm in. I'm high. I'm okay with myself. Now continue. I'm not stumbling. I can walk. I know where I'm going from one place to another. But I am totally tripping. And so that's what this was. And not only that, I remember when I first took it, and you guys left to go get the Tylenol and some, something else she needed from uh, her tent. So I said, let you guys go while I was watching a band. And for a half hour, nothing was happening. I thought we actually just took a piece of paper. (laughs) But the minute you guys came back, boom, it started to kick. Now, it may just have been a timing thing. I think it was more of that whole experiential, which is you. I plugged into your energies, both of yours. The three of us then, all on acid, now went into various modes, the, the different stages. And at each stage where I connected with the music... Boom, I, I, that trip went into a whole new level. Then we would go from stage to stage and we passed by like Thunder or Stax or some of these other ones that I didn't connect with. And all of a sudden I went to the untrip and I wasn't feeling it. I was just, I wasn't necessarily sober. I mean, I still felt buzzed, but I wasn't, I wasn't high. I wasn't feeling, I wasn't uh, tripping. And then all of a sudden we'd get to the stage and boom, I was back into it. So it was, it had this real nice porpoising effect. But the thing that really made the difference with me was that when I closed my eyes, especially when I was in the pit in front of the speaker and it was just the vibration and I would close my eyes and I wouldn't see those typical imagery hallucinogens, hallucinations that you'd hear about, but I would see colors and and things would just happen with my eyes closed that I I didn't need to have them open. And that was fun. That was a fun trip and made acid just... Now I get it. Now I get why people... And I don't think this is the acid of the 70s. I think this is a diluted version. Probably one more palatable for me. But I loved it. Molly was okay. I'd like to see it in a better setting next time. You know, and then pot, Coke. Eh, Coke is Coke. I, I don't really, really fully love Coke. I just have it for other people to do. Well, I enjoy, we, we both enjoyed it when we did your the stuff you got. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. But, I, you know, it's... Again, it numbs you sexually. It's, uh, oh, well, that's, yeah. it's, it's good, but you know, when you start to compare it, I, I found, to me, acid is it. That, that, that is, this is what everyone yeah. has always been saying, and yep. I was one of the biggest pinnacles that I achieved over the weekend was to say, I'm okay with it. I'm not going to be jumping off of, a, of a, the roof of a house into an empty swimming pool and breaking my neck or whatever they always say about bad trips. Yeah. <laughs> It's controllable. And you've got some now we can play with as well to compare. Yeah. And, yeah. And... I have to say, you, you mentioned the thing about people, you know, when we came back. You're right. It was, I mean, my my senses were heightened. You know, my sense of smell usually is nothing. And there was all these aromas going around. 
you know, yeah, that people were, were spraying. And each one would take me someplace. And the music especially, I was so keyed into the music. And just wanting to move and find different variations and really just feel the beat and go with it. And for, for six hours, I did it. And we both did And it was so much fun to watch you. I would see you there with your eyes closed. And you were just, I mean, you were there. You were present. And you were just, the way you were moving was just so much fun. And, of course, our acid queen. <laughs> I still. I was having a six-hour orgasm on acid. I mean, that's really what it was. Of, of a different, you can't really, yeah. define orgasm in that way. It's, it's something that's just so totally just, different. Yeah, it, I mean, I was on a journey. I could not get off that journey, which was great. Because, you know, I mean, my mind is usually so much in control. Thinking about the what ifs or why am I not doing this or, you know, just all the, the negative shit. And it wasn't there. It was just, I mean, there were, I mean, I could still, it was still there in the background, but it was so easy to make go away and just be there. I still have really vivid memories of that night, especially at Favala. And that's not... Vic, especially with drugs, usually it's like, what the fuck did I do last night? But this was, I mean, I can access it right now, and it's, it's like I'm there. Well, let, let's take this to a higher level. So we, we started with the drugs, but yeah. the drugs are a subset of, I think, the bigger picture at LIB. And it really starts and ends with the people there and how, how 25,000 people plug into each other. I think that's a big part of the drugs activation. It's a big part of the, I mean, utilizing all five senses, maybe a sixth sense. And so it all, it all resonates with each other. But the people and the ones we've met, we've already gone over that a little bit in other segments. But that just added to the energy, the specialness of all the, the people, what they wear, their openness, their friendliness. There's no... No color, no age, no race, no sexuality. Everything is all all in one at at this festival. And so I'd like to take this in the direction of just how unique my my Don Quixote search from this point forward is is LIB as special as I think it is, but because I haven't been to too many others, I have nothing to compare it to. But I don't need anything better. Just everything, the settings, the surroundings, the proximity, the intimacy, but it's still big. The the colors, the music, I mean, everything all in one, to me, checks off the perfect experience. We got really lucky. And you're right. This is our baseline. I mean, obviously, we both want to go to more because we don't want to wait another year for this experience. But we know what we liked. I mean, it's out there. And please, again... Faithful listeners, <laughs> especially the new ones that we're adding who were at LIB. We really hope that you make us a destination because I, I, I think we both feel like we found our place. And we want to really dive into this more. And even this this morning, you know, we were sampling some house music from Antoinette, who we have on our Voices of LIB, which you'll be, you know, we'll be uploading uh, this week. And one of the bright light... <sighs> Of many of that yeah. festival. She's an extremely special person. Antoinette Van de Work. She is an up-and-coming her, DJ. Her handle is Antoinette everywhere. She's on IG. Well, she says she likes to use his both names. But anyways, yeah, check out her music. Really cool stuff. She's doing her own pr- pr- producing as well. But And she talks in depth about what it means to be a DJ and, and working up through the ranks. And 
Really cool stuff. So, but her handle is Antoinette Vandor. Okay, it is the full name. Okay, cool. She All right, point of that. I'm going to give her the full yeah, plug. Yeah, please do that. No, please. She's do already that. played at Burning Man. She's uh, her boyfriend is Justin Jay, who played at Coachella. So she's really plugged in, literally to LA the whole area. Thing. But real cool chick. Oh my, really, really cool. A special, special, special soul. Yeah. So, but let's go back a little bit to. A little, uh, maybe a, a, the continuity of the event and what happened on the first day. Because I, I think we may have, do we describe that in our segment there? But just how special it was that we got rained on. And uh, the you whole, said two inches. You think we 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 had? <laughs> we start. We were laughing about how the Weather Channel was just, just like an etch sketch the entire week, it, changing. It was going to rain Friday and yeah. Saturday. Then it was going to be thunder and lightning Friday night. Then Saturday night. And back and forth, and finally on Thursday, you actually said, you know what? I don't know if it was going to actually miss us, but you were like, it was going to be kind of a light, you know, half an inch. It wasn't going to be a major deal. But we were watching when the storm was going to come, and we went out. We, we watched the festival. We went back to our tent. It wasn't raining. I think we were starting to sprinkle at one point as we were ending our night. Yeah. And we get back to our tent, and we're in bed around 2, and what happened? Well, I know a burst of light woke yes. me up. I mean, my whole tent lit up. And uh, how they managed, I mean, to to have lightning and lightning in a bottle. And they didn't even put Kudos on the schedule. to the organizers. I know. It was a nice little bonus. What was so cool, so cool about it is the very first burst of light was a lightning strike actually at the festival itself. And you know that because the lightning and the thunder are... Simultaneous. Yeah, yeah. You know, they always say about the lightning hits. I mean, you see the lightning and then you count how many seconds yeah, yeah, or so. And that's how is. many yeah. miles away the, the, the actual lightning is to the thunder that you hear. Yeah. Well, these happened at the same time. So it had to have struck, struck real close. And then you could tell it moved away because the thunder and lightning were, were more spread apart. But that first one was just... And it was like, yeah. we're here. Yeah. <laughs> let, the, let the show begin. And then it dumped. Oh. And it dumped. And we're on a dirt campground. <laughs> yes. So you could, I mean, it was, I mean, I have one pair of shoes that I think I'm just going to have to throw away. Yeah. And another one that I wore last night on a little hike. And I'm going to have to wear them today for work because I need them. And they were okay. I'll probably be leaving dirt marks everywhere I go. <laughs> oh, you're bringing LAB back with I you. I know, I know. That's why I don't want to clean them off. It was funny because people were showing up on Saturday and, um, you know, for just for two days or whatever. It was almost like, I'm so glad I was there for the, the rain. It, you know, and as a camper, I've been in rain before. Nothing ever like this. I mean, it was really, you really, were, we were dumped down. We had to deal with. A lot. I mean, your tent got some rain. My tent I have got no some idea rain. how it stayed in ground because we already talked about the ground was pretty soft yeah. and the stakes. We had a hard time getting them to stay in. How is the wind picked up? And and we could see the post storm damage. It was like walking out to a little mini one of those mini hurricane where you see crumpled, you know, as if a tornado had blown through yeah. and. Then, and every other tent, you'd see these crumpled uh, easy ups. Oh, that those that group that was like in front of our car. They had to take everything down. Yeah. They had a, 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 what do you call it, the shelter, and they had like little tents around it. They they had to take everything. I don't know what, 
they had or what they did, but they took it all down and put it back up again. Canopies were just, just littered yeah. after that. Now, it, it wasn't as bad as it could have been, but yeah. they, like I said, we predicted a half inch of rain. We had these little decorations around our tent, and we, we had put this flamingo up that had a, a mini pink bucket attached yeah. to it. And we're like, what are we going to use this bucket for? <laughs> well, we didn't use it for. It turned out to be a rain gauge. <laughs> and I looked in it after I woke up. And I'm like, this is perfect. And, I, and two inches of rain overnight, maybe four hours, we had two inches. That is a dumping. I don't think I took a picture of our campsite. That's too bad. Oh, well. I took pictures of other stuff oh. that I might like to post. But, yeah, we'll go to our IG. We'll have some pictures. We'll definitely have pictures of the people we talked to and, you know, along with, uh, well, we'll figure out how to do the link part. But uh, Well, and if you ever go to LIB, I know there's an option for the boutique camp, which Acid Queen stayed at. And you've got other, the family camp and the and the ADA camp. <laughs> I called yeah. it ADA. And it, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't talk about that. <laughs> so that's really cool. They, they think of different segments. Lightning without a bottle. Lightning without a bottle. So yeah. there's like four different there specialized was the AA. camps. They had yeah. a, a tent for meetings and oh, whatever. Cute. Yeah. But if, oh, if, if you aren't part of any of those specialty groups, and, you know, the boutique camp I get, there's, there's some amenities you get, and you're much closer to the action. But if you really want to experience LIB, go into where the peasants stay. Sunrise, sunset. And you're right you know. in amongst, I mean, it's an urban setting where you are back to back to back with everybody. You yeah. cannot help but to meet your neighbor. Yeah. And, and yet... That's that's part of the experience. Oh my god! Yeah, we, we absolutely. met everybody right around us. Probably about ten, twelve people, and you know what? At one point, we're cooking up brats for them, sharing margaritas, and you just—they're offering us the best tacos you ever had in, in the world. Oh and fuck! I had breakfast tacos. The egg yolk came out. It was just oh god! It was fantastic. So that that is part of the experience too—is immersing yourself totally. You know, with no real concern for. The sights and smells and dirt and mud and, and all that. It's, it's The whole thing's an experience. It is all there. It's the LAB experience. And, I mean, and camping. Camping, you know. You well, gotta, that's the experience. Yeah, yeah, you got, yeah, you got to not, well, there weren't too many bugs, which was pretty surprising. No, yeah, it was nice. I mean, next year, anybody who has not lived around or experienced Bakersfield much, uh, and people were complaining about it getting hot at 80 and 85, and it, this was nothing. Nothing. So just Saturday was pretty hot. I mean, it was well, Sunday, Sunday was, was very hotter. pleasant. Well, which no, was no, good sorry, because right. it dried right. up pretty quick. Right. Saturday was the hottest yeah. I yeah. think of all. And I think days. because of the moisture in the ground, it was kind of humid. But it still, it was only eighty-five. Yeah. No, I know. It was uh, the will, sun was. Hot. I will bet money that it will be a hundred or more next yeah. year. It's. I mean, at least into the nineties. This was rare. So. Yeah. That that tells us we've got a few things we didn't do. And this this might be the tip section, the yeah. hack section of our segment of things that we know for next time. Canopy is right up there. Canopy lights. Lights. Just, uh, more ways to cool down, whether it be a fan. But w- one thing we did have, though, that was oh, huge. What it was, was a that? lifesaver. Our towels. You know, you can buy these towels. Cooling I, towels. Yeah, cooling towels. You wet them and... I, it was so cool. I would wet mine because they had water stations everywhere, which was fantastic. So I'd wet mine and I'd squeeze it all over my head. Yeah. It was so. The first time I was like, ah. The second, but then it was like so invigorating. And then you put it. I put it on my head because I'm bald, and it really did the trick. And uh, that was a lifesaver. That saved me on Saturday. And what else did we say that we? There, we, there was one other thing different. that we didn't. Uh that we should have brought for the campsite. 
the canopy, the decorations. We did have tarps. Oh, we said scarves because there was a lot of like tapestry, like scarves up. Right. So canopy so for the cool. top and right. something and then, for the sides. Yeah, so yeah, right. Yeah. And then, you know, the other thing that it can get out, and I forgot to mention that wind, you know, some of the strongest windstorms will blow just through that corridor. Yeah, yeah. In fact, the, the worst one I ever was was back, I remember I was a kid back in the 70s and we were driving through and we just got sandblasted. It was the worst sandstorm that had ever hit that region. You know, like 70, 80 mile an hour winds of just picking up all that dirt. It's it's kind of deserty, but it's more of a arid or agricultural terrain. And it just blows right through there. I mean, you can get those weird spring weather patterns. And wind at that, if it were any windier, it would be scary. Wind is rough. I mean, I've been, you know, on camping trips. And you're right, especially when you have the higher profile tents like we both have. They can really... So secure yourself down. Yeah. The next one, which is a plus and a minus, there was just zero cell service out in the campsites. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, had, I, got, I got spotty, but I mean, I was getting, I've had worse. What, so AT&T over Verizon in that region? Finally. Yeah. I mean, it usually doesn't happen. <laughs> but Verizon, forget about it, folks. You didn't yeah. get any any service yeah. out in the, yeah. uh, on the campsites, which was good. I literally was plugged out for five days. But if you're expecting to check any text emails or even... You know what? Here's one that we didn't think about. Walkie-talkies, potentially, or some way... So we could reach each other? That's not a bad idea I saw some people with that. You hear the little... Yeah. And that's not a bad idea because you're not going to be able to communicate outside of the core of right. the festival. That's a really good idea. I'm getting too practical We stayed here. a lot around... And I got to say, going there with you, buddy, it was... Off the hook. Yeah, I mean, it was, it it was, was really, uh, and we were really, I mean, you know, we were really good together and we stuck together. We looked out for each other. Yeah. We I remember there was a couple back. times where I was looking for you guys and I couldn't find you and I'm like, eh, a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> no, really. Well, we should tether ourselves to each other next time. <laughs> like those. Well, to, to Acid Queen, if we ever, go, I hope we go there with her again, but yeah, really, you had to hang on to her backpack. When she was gone, she was gone and you, you she was. No turning back. <laughs> well, with her new hologram backpack, I don't think we'll ever oh, miss her. Oh, yeah. We got, oh, I hope she loves it. We got, we saw it uh, Saturday night, and she was, you know, toying with buying it, so she was going to meet the guy at our table um, at the Woogie stage where we were doing our recordings. And he showed up, and she had gone to get a massage, and so we bought it for her and gave it to her as a gift, yeah. as a remembrance. And yeah, well She was well really worth tickled, it. yeah. Okay, a couple more logistical, practical things. Okay. Uh, now, the one downside of this this event is that it's 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 kind of linear. So you are walking a hell of a way from either camp to the far side of the core of the festival. So, you know, what would you say that distance? Was it a mile? Probably not a, quite a mile. Half hour, three quarters of a mile just from our tent to Woogie, for instance. I'm saying from our tent to Lightning, which is the northern side of the farthest, it was got to be a mile. Yeah, yeah, I would say. I mean that. So that's we're talking about each time you're going to and from. I think it might be more than a mile, because it would take us what a good forty minutes to get there. Ooh, it's, well, to to lightning. Oh, great! Keep in the same unknown. Well, how anyway. about turning that off? I just did. Oh, the phone. <laughs> As in, like we don't hear yeah. that on air each time. It yeah, rings. well, well, it just happened the once. So, how many miles? Ten miles? You think we walked? Probably more than the whole five days. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah at least, at least. So. Walking shoes of some kind. Yeah, sandals are fun, but after a while, they uh, 
I thought I broke three of my toes after dancing for six hours. I was just like crazy. The other thing that I would say that you um, will want to consider is food. Bacon is you the ultimate. Yeah, yeah. Bacon is the ultimate aphrodisiac <laughs> or magnet. It, yeah, it, we, that was amazing. When I saw we were setting up our camp and realizing that we were going to be inside the barrio and not on the outskirts right. where people would pass by us. I thought, oh, well, we're really, you know, going to have to go out there to press the flesh. But, yeah, we had people coming up. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, and the want, bacon certainly You want to attract a crowd, throw yeah, some bacon yeah. on, and all of a sudden everybody, hey, what are you cooking over there? Uh, and that, to me, I, I would say. Bring enough food to share. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you bring food and you just, you know, get out there and, and don't even expect anything back. What a great I, way well, to. sex, but to, aside from that. No. Jesus. <laughs> What a great way to just have people come around and, and socialize. And I mean, we're not really telling anything new no, I mean, no. in the real world that it works really well. Hey, what are you barbecuing? So those are just some of the logistical things. Anything else you can think of in terms of tips for people to uh, be aware of? I, you know, it's dress to express. We've, you've coined that term. And certainly, you know, you dress to express at these things. But what I really, what I liked for us, well, for me in particular, and you can speak for yourself, having TMS with us and planning on doing things and expressing ourselves and and kind of playing with the, the atmosphere as a whole and the people and whatever was so cool. I mean, at nighttime, it was all about the dancing and the music, and sorry about that. It's, it's acid queen. Pause and turn the gad okay. thing off. Yeah. Okay. Well, Before we talking. get into the experiential things, I wanted to finish well, we up with close logistics. Up soon, but, okay. And why can't I? I just had one other hack to give them all. Yeah. What's I think that? it's a kind of an important one, and then we can get off and okay. do more of the experiential things. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, so it, no, I was going to finish. Can I finish my thought? Is it a, a logistical one or more experiential? Because the experiential part is a very big part of this segment. Okay. So you want? But I want okay, one more okay, other go, hack. Okay, I want to tell. Okay. You. I think this is really important yeah, yeah. because it was something we were concerned about. Both going and coming. Yes. And it really wasn't an, an issue at, at did this venue. Did you come <laughs> No, I, I did edging in Tantra. I mean, I, I, that's... You had said, but we'll, that'll well, be the experiential part. We'll yeah, talk, about, talk about logistics. We definitely need to talk about <laughs> drugs and, and sex so. and how they relate to each other. But no, we, the ingress and egress were, were pretty phenomenal to this. And I mean the access to... We showed up Thursday morning, so that was not Wednesday, which is early bird. Thursday was, a, was the peak... I think we drove like 10, 20, 10, 30. The gates open at 10. Yeah, we left LA. So it was only we got there early. We left OC at 7. We wanted to leave at 6, and we left closer to 7, right? 6.45? 6.30, but then we had to stop and get gas. So we were really on the road. Yeah, like 6.45, we were probably really on the road. And we didn't get there till 10? 10, 15? Wow. I didn't realize it took... Well, we stopped to eat. We did. Okay, so maybe it was a three-hour journey there. We got there a little after ten because the gates open at ten, and even though there was, you know, it, it, it there was a lineup of cars and a circ, what is it, serpentine pathway right, to get in. Right, right. There was no real waiting. It was just kind of a constant movement of going through. It was really well organized, and I would say no need. In fact, they don't even let you just camp overnight or wait in line. But that was smoother than silk. I know. And then yeah. leaving. But I thought it was going to be Coachella, like where they talk about this lineup of cars leaving. But because of the way that nobody's ever all leaving at the same time, we got out of there and it was just like, what? And we got I mean, right on the five. I was, I, it was, I talked to people who had been to previous ones, which you have as well. And 
I guess almost all the previous ones, it was more hilly. Stop and go, you mean? Or? No, I, on, the, on the ground itself, hilly. You know, it was totally Out flat. of your car. I mean, well, like, but even getting in, well, I mean, I just think it was a very spread out, even with well, all true. the people. Bradley, you're going into kind of more of a little foresty or wooded area, whereas this was just wide open. And they really took advantage of that because... Right, they did. And I think that helped with the ingress and egress as well. It was really... So we arrived on Thursday and left on Monday. So Monday yeah. morning, we left probably around 10 or 11. No, it was 11, 11, 11 right? yeah, yeah. It was yeah. 11, 11. Oh, yeah. We have ones kept coming up yesterday. I thought leaving later, we were going to get stuck in traffic. It was nothing. So just be aware that that, whether they provided that or it was just a natural order of things, pretty, pretty amazing. So w- thumbs up to that. Yeah, it was, wow. So are we on to the... So yeah, that, those are just okay. some of the tips. All right. And more experiential to wrap this up. And you were going to so start me, to say... So yeah, I mean, I really, we did some awesome segments there. We did the man, the person on the street stuff. I did some tarot reading. You know, think about what you can bring to the experience. And obviously, everybody's got a different personality. But if this inspires you at all, think about something, an offering that you can give. Because for me, that really made it, especially during the day, to have that connecting point with people and to just have something to have fun with and play with really made it a real trippy experience. And speaking of people, something I noticed at the last LAB that carried over a little bit, but not as much. And I don't know if that's because it's gotten bigger, but I really love the aspect of how everybody is so open and high and and back and forth. So I really made a point to always reach out and and try to get eye contact and say hello to people. You were great. The response was wonderful back. I didn't get as many initiations. People were a little bit maybe, and you know, maybe because there are a lot of newcomers. But I, I encourage anybody listening, any first-timers, long-timers, keep that tradition going. It's, it's like that old Midwest where you just always say hi to your neighbor. I always love that about at LIB. My biggest takeaway from this, wow, well, God, there's so many, but since our show is so sexually driven, you know how sexually, how sex is such a, an important part of my life. One of the biggest... Is there another part to your life? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and LIB... Open it up more. I mean, obviously, yeah, music, that's your music, I don't music. have enough sex for it to be that much <laughs> part of my life. I mean, I've always been about quality over quantity. Yeah, quality yeah, yeah. over quantity. I always have to get that right. <laughs> and but here, here is my the transcendental impact of LIB. And, and there was something that, God love if I could remember her name, who took me there the first time. And not, don't say Miss Hemorrhoids. That's not, <laughs> that's not fair to no, her. No, I say hemorrhoid girls, first of all. Or hemorrhoid gale is what I call it. Yes. <laughs> she was probably at this one. But I, I really would like to reconnect because I, I, I thank the world for her last trip and now ask Queen this trip for al- allowing me to experience this. But I remember we went there and she was by. And so we were, we were actually looking for a third to have fun with. And then the whole hemorrhoid thing came about. But she said something at one point that kind of popped my bubble a little bit then, and it popped it even more now. And she goes, you know what? LIB is not about sex in the way that you think of sex. And I, I, I didn't really get that till this time. And, it, and I, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time talking about it, but it's summed up in the statement when I turned over to Bonnie, Acid Queen, after the first couple hours of being on acid at Favela. And I said, that was almost as good as sex. And I only say that because with me, sex is the pinnacle. But it's it's more than just sex as sex is sex. No, you're right. But the orgasmic experience of 
having music arouse you and be your aphrodisiac and having an orgasm. We got to come up with another word because it, every time you're going to say orgasm, somebody's going to think of an ejaculation of the actual sense of the typical definition. And he, he, I just can't even describe a it. Mindgasm? A mindgasm, <laughs> a bodygasm, a spiritgasm, you know, a spiritualism. Yeah, all of the above. We'll come up with something. I, but well, it's it's that experience of saying, you know what? It was at that moment where I go, I'm not even looking for sex at this thing. There's so much sexuality there. More be more sensuality than sexuality. But I was okay with just experiencing what that was. And if I never got anything, wasn't looking for it, wasn't needing it. And then I'd, I'd go and do things I wanted to make sure that I could still do, though, was on acid or on molly. Could I still get hard? Could I still perform? And or would it enhance it? Would it detract it? Like Coke detracts, pot kind of detracts. But the good thing is I'd go back to my tent. I'd kind of make sure that my unit was working. And yeah, absolutely no ill effects. Still got hard, got extremely aroused, meaning if I did bring somebody back, it would only have enhanced that experience. So that was a really, for anybody out there who wants to know the impact, and I know each person is different, Right. that was tremendous to know that that was still there. I didn't have to have it, and I had an orgasm of a whole different different meaning. Um, two experiences I had along those lines. One was, I guess it was Saturday afternoon, during the day, probably after we did our podcast, so we were by Woogie, and I was just just dancing on the outskirts, you know, by where we were set up uh, by the on Sunday, like yeah. by the sign. Yeah, yeah. I'm just you know dancing, and and that's. I mean, I I love to dance, as I've said before. I'm usually like five five nights out of the week, I'm somewhere dancing, and usually by myself. I mean, I'll dance with other people, but I was surrounded by by my people, and so I'm dancing. And the scale, she was whipping around something. She's like dancing and real kind of suggestive dancing but just like just doing her thing and at one point we're facing each other there's probably only three minutes it was like sex it was like dance sex i mean i felt satisfied after that encounter and then that night at favala i had you know some dirty dancing uh for about five minutes uh with somebody you know i was behind them and so it was my, you know, my cock to their ass. And wow, it was, it was nice. So, you know, like you said, it takes, the energy was there and in abundance. And it, 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 it just came out in so many ways because it's energy. And so it would be a conduit through sex, through talking, through walking. I mean, everything, we were like under this umbrella. And everybody was, we were all connected to each other. And, but yet you felt it. Whereas, I mean, it's all, I think it's always true. We're always connected, but this was, everybody was aware of that connection and treating each other really nicely and positively. I mean, just such a mellow, fun, energetic, loving, sexy, friendly crowd experience well and let's let's just give a shout out to do lab for putting this on absolutely kern county i didn't think you had it in you that was another thing that we were concerned about mm -hmm. is one of the most conservative counties doesn't even allow dispensaries mm -hmm. and they they obviously 
were very concerned about this being, I mean, I heard the stories that they, oh, this was going to be a lot of drugs and violence. And, and so, and yet they didn't push it. They were there. Presence was there. And by the way, we saw a lot of undercover bust. Literally, somebody uh, got yeah. busted and handcuffed by five, four cops and a, and a uh, forensics doing testing on the drugs right at the table we were sitting at. You talked about And I was probably smoking at that moment yeah. by the lake, which was yards away. <laughs> and they were doing some entrapment stuff. I mean, so we, we get Yeah, that, they were undercover. I mean, yeah. If that was the worst that got there, you know what? We'll give you that. They were there, but they seemed to really enjoy. And I think they might have learned something that, you know what? We're not bad people. We're actually incredible people. And you had the easiest job of any of the festivals, and this will probably springboard into next year. It'll even be more of a partnership. So hats off to the Kern County Sheriff's Departments, the, um, who else was there? The paramedics. Yeah, I mean, yeah. everybody that all, the rangers, they all came together and, and dealt with adversity with the rain and that whole dichotomy of conservative county and very, very liberal, wild festival and it worked. So thank you to everybody. I think we're going to wrap this segment up. I longed for a Woodstock experience my whole life, and now I feel satiated. Yeah. 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 All right. On to our, our next festival. And I did the segment. Huh? I'm not even high, and I'm buzzing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm we, buzzing. This is, this it's is, not just the... I'm buzzing. I feel... This is TMS not on drugs. <laughs> I mean, both of us really are into this lifestyle. It's going to be fun. It's going to be... You know, I want to stay healthy and happy and sexy and everything. Because we were told by a really hot 22-year-old that we're easy on the eyes. And I want to end on that note. (laughs) I already knew that. So, all right. We're ending it. All right. bye. Bye.